What's going on, y'all? It's your boy GQ The Mood. You already know I am back at you again with another daily podcast for your ass. So today I gave you guys two things to choose from when it comes to topics. So the two choices were story time and trans talk. So you guys pick trans talk. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Um, right now I am getting off of work. Thank God this Thursday, okay, because Friday is tomorrow, and I know you guys are excited to enjoy the weekend. I hope you had a beautiful day, and you all have a beautiful good night's sleep, get some rest, because next week, we're going to be able to make some plates and eat. That's what I'm waiting on, and I know you're waiting on it too, Uh, but let's go ahead and just jump right into it, so we're going to talk about trans talk which is a very broad subject. So I am going to start by saying to all you guys that are new following me here on GQ Moods channel, um, I do identify as a black trans man of experience, uh, which means I was assigned female at birth and I now identify as male. Um, So the first thing that I do want to say, if there are any trans men that are on this podcast right now and you are tuning in, if you are not following me on Instagram, please do so right now. My name on Instagram is the mood G-Q-T-H-E-M-O-O-D, the letter G and the letter Q all together. Uh, please follow me uh, on Instagram. I am looking forward to meeting a couple guys. I'm also thinking about creating a um, a group on Facebook that's going to be able to tell you guys different resources. Um, I want to see if I can partner up with some fellow guys that is also in the DMV to do a binder giveaway and see if I can do some other things as far as getting you guys some gear. I'm also going to be dropping my own clothing line uh, within the next year or so. So I'm going to be looking for some trans models. Uh, So please, 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 if you are a trans man and or trans woman, please uh, follow me on Instagram and let me know that you are following me from my podcast so I can reach out to you uh, when all these things are starting to happen because I got a lot of things in store for next year so i'm looking forward to doing a lot of things so please reach out um so yes um for those of you that don't know like i said i do identify as a trans man of experience um i have been transitioning for over 10 years now i look back at my life and i'm like man like i've came a very 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 long way and what I will say for you guys that are just now starting to transition, you're starting to medically transition. Um, if you have not started a skin routine, please start a skin routine. I wish somebody would have told me um, because testosterone is oil based, you're going to have oily skin, very, very oily skin. So please, please, please start. A skin routine now start it now even before you start to take your injections or if you uh, decide to do the gel there's so many different forms of testosterone now um, which is amazing because uh, I know a lot of people are very scared of needles I remember when I got my first shot um, I was terrified I was terrified but I was also very happy 
um, and grateful at the same time. So um, if you haven't started a routine, start a routine now. Um, for you guys that are out there that's looking to have your top surgery done, please look into your doctors. I cannot stress that enough. A lot of people, they go to um, the same doctors that they seen one of their friends go to and they're thinking that they're going to get the same results. It doesn't always work that way. Look for a doctor um, in your area um, that is going to give you the look that you want to achieve and also make sure you work out. Working out is very important. I know dysphoria hits you very hard um, and sometimes you may not be in the mood to want to work out or you feel very uncomfortable because your chest or maybe you're wearing a binder and it restricts you um, from working out but please make sure you do work out your chest it's good to go ahead and build up that chest muscle so when it is time for you to have your surgery done they already know where to start and where to cut because you're already going to be very defined in that area um, that's something that i wish that i would have done for myself um, was work out, especially work out my chest. Um, I didn't really think that it would be that much of a big deal if I worked out my chest or not. Um, but you'll definitely see a bigger and greater result if you do work out your chest before it's time for you to have your top surgery done. You'll probably feel so much better about the outcome of your chest and how it looks. Um, and I know when I got mine's done, I think I got my, I can't even remember, man. It's been so, it's been so long. So you have to excuse me. Um, I'm trying to think it had to be over six or seven years um, since I've had my top surgery done. And man, when I came out of um, my surgery, um, I had some complications. The left side of my chest blew up. Um, it was too much uh, blood and, and fluid on the left side of my chest, so I had to undergo surgery right after coming out of surgery. It was a very terrifying situation for me. Um, even though I was okay, um, I didn't feel any pain. I was I was fine. A lot of people feel a lot of pain after they leave out of surgery um, during the healing process, and it takes about six weeks. Um, and for you to work out, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's about maybe uh, additional two or three weeks after the six weeks for you to work out. Um, don't quote me on that because, like I said, it's it's been a very, very long time since I've had it done. So I'm not really sure what that process looks like now. Um, but, yeah, man, when I came out and I had my surgery done and I was able to take all my bandages off and take my dreams out and everything um i was very dissatisfied with my chest and one of the reasons why i would say i was very dissatisfied was because it didn't look the way that i thought it was going to look um i felt like my chest was very uneven on both sides well i would say the left side and that was the side that actually blew up um i felt that it looked very uneven i wasn't really satisfied with it but you guys really have to trust the process. Uh, trusting the process is something that is really going to give you the relief that you need. Um, and just being happy. And if you are not happy with your body now and learning to love your body and what you have at this moment, start to do that now. So when you do have your surgery, um, it's going to be a much easier breeze for you because you have already put yourself in a place where you love your body 
and you love yourself and you love what you have, appreciate what you have already. Um, And that's one of the things that I went through when I went through therapy. I told my therapist, I was like, you know, I don't really want anybody, you know, touching on me or, you know, feeling on me in that area because I am very uncomfortable um, at this moment. And she's like, you know, if you don't get comfortable now and allow somebody to touch you in those areas now, then you will never be comfortable because um, you never had it done. Um, And you're going to be trying to, you know, navigate with these new feelings and trying to process it and what that feels like and what that looks like for you. But if you start now, then you'll have a better you'll have a better understanding of what your limits and what your boundaries are, because you can start creating that now. And you don't want to start creating boundaries um, until you're fairly comfortable with yourself. Um, Because you're learning, you're going to learn yourself all over again. A lot of things are going to be very new and it's going to be a a different experience uh, for you. And one thing that I can say, me living my life as male now, there are a lot of things that changed. Um, The way that men speak to you will change. Uh, The way women see you will change. Uh, The way that you see yourself overall will change. Um, the way that your family and just people in general uh, interact with you will change. Uh, I remember at one point in time, I identified as a lesbian stud and um, I would be out with my girlfriend and, you know, we'll be holding hands and, you know, having a really good time and enjoying ourselves. And it will be guys that will that would say things that would be very disrespectful um, towards us both or they'll look at my girlfriend and say something and I've always been a very overprotective person especially when it comes to my lover and I'm still that way uh, but now living my life as a male that never happens to me ever I don't have to worry about someone disrespecting me or disrespecting my girl because the type of demeanor uh, that I give off now, and I'm sure I probably gave that off when I was before I transitioned, is very different now. I'm very confident within myself, um, and I deserve respect. And I let people know that in order for you to get respect, you have to earn my respect. You have to earn it. Um, so people react to me very differently now. Um, a lot of my experiences has been also uh, very different when it comes to dating. Uh, I've always been a very open-minded person. Um, If you know me or you've been following me on Instagram and or Facebook for a very long time, you would know that I've been a very open person about my life, Um, whether it's sexually, mentally, emotionally, physically. I've always been a very open person and I've always been very fluid and very versatile uh, no matter what I'm doing. So um, if you don't know, I do identify as a bisexual uh, trans man as well, Um, which means I'm not sure if people don't know. So of course, I'm going to explain a lot of things going along uh, this talk with you guys, uh, which means I'm attracted to uh, both sex 
uh, female and male and I identify as a uh, bisexual trans man. So if I am dating a trans man or if I am dating a cisgender man, uh, which means a um, someone who was assigned male at birth and he identifies as his gender that he was assigned as, um, that is a cisgender male, whether he is a gay male or he is a heterosexual male. Um, I enjoy dating men and women and I haven't had much experience with dating men um, uh, before I transitioned or even after I dated one um, guy as a male as me living my life as male um, and it worked out very good it worked out very great um, and we are still actually friends to this day um, but a lot of things changed and I became very comfortable with myself and I remember I used to look at men and I would you know admire them and the way that they look uh, physically and I would be like man that's how I want to look I, I want my body to look like that I can't wait I want to have my facial hair I want to do this I want to do that and um, I remember this one time I'm going to kind of give you guys a little bit of a, a story time with me really quick um, and it's going to tie into the trans talk that we're having at this moment as well I remember I was on campus and I was um, I was going to Job Corp at the time and I was friends with this young lady and she was very cool. And this guy on campus, he used to cut my hair. Um, and I would always go over to the boys dorm and he'll cut my hair. But this day in particular, I didn't need a haircut or anything. We were all just outside um, kind of drinking and, you know, doing some illegal things that we shouldn't be doing on campus. Uh, but who does it when you when you're off the college or you're in a uh, uh, a campus college like you know type of thing you're gonna do what you what you want you're away from home or whatever so um, you know we were doing some drinking and some other things and um, I found myself finding this guy really attractive and it boggled my mind because I didn't understand it. And it wasn't like I was just looking at his physique uh, because before I transitioned, that's what I would always look at, just their physique. And I wouldn't really find guys attractive or anything like that. I didn't have any emotional attachment or any sexual attraction to men at the time. I didn't. Um, but at this point, I didn't know if it was because I was just drinking or what it was, but it was true, genuinely feelings that I've never felt before. And the girl that I was talking to, um, the young lady that I was talking to at that time, well, we weren't talking as in dating or relationship, but she was actually one of my friends on campus. And she looked at me and she was like, uh, can I talk to you for a second? And I was like, yeah, I was like, what's up? So we walked off, we walked away from the guy. Um, and she was like, I don't know if I'm tripping or if I'm just drunk or what but um you've been kind of like looking at him like you like him and I was like what what you mean I was so in denial I was like wait what what you mean like I, I I'm not looking at him no type of way like you know he's cool and you know I think he's he all right looking or whatever in my in the back of my mind I'm like this man is fine okay this man is fine okay you can cut my hair any day 
I will, you want me to come to your dorm so you cut my hair? Cut me up, okay? <laughs> but um, I was thinking that, but I was such, I was in denial. I was really in denial at that time. I wasn't ready to face um, my attraction to men. I wasn't ready. Um, and me living my life as a lesbian at that time, um, if you're a lesbian, you cannot, they say that you cannot like men or you can't be attracted to men. So I really try to shut that part about me off. I try to shut it off. And I would always find myself looking at men, but I would never find myself attracted to them until I seen that guy. Um, and then after I started transitioning and I started to become more comfortable with myself and I became the man that I am today, um, I started to be much okay with that. I started to be okay with it. I started going to more gay clubs. I started to be around, you know, more gay men and I became comfortable with who I was. And I would say, um, if it wasn't for ballroom, I probably wouldn't be the person that I am today. Now, granted, there's bits and pieces that you're going to put together in your life to bring this bigger picture of who you are and more character to you. Um, But ballroom and also me transitioning uh, bought a bigger piece to my life. And I mean piece as in piece to the puzzle and piece... As in, I am collectively myself and I feel whole. Um, and when I started to feel that feeling for myself, it was an amazing feeling for me. And I became so comfortable and I was able to become a voice for other guys who weren't comfortable to be themselves. Whether it's their sexuality or to come to terms with who they are um, as trans, as a trans individual or a, a gay individual or whoever they wanted to be, I became a voice for other people and I wanted to continue to do that. But anxiety started to kick in for me. It started to kick in for me because I got to a place where I was like, you know, I don't want to be known as just this trans man. I don't want to be known just for that because I have so much more to offer in life to so many different people whether it's gay bi trans heterosexual um it doesn't matter I I had so much more to give and the more that I do this podcast the more that I talk to different individuals every day I see how much of an impact that I have on different individuals and what I want to tell you guys especially to trans men is to be yourself there is no need because let me tell you something I came out of the closet so many times that I said when I come out again as me being trans I'm going to fully come out as who I who I am I want to become exactly who I am and I'm going to let everybody know that I'm comfortable with being who I am. So there's no need to have to keep coming out over and over again. When you come out the first time, be true to who you are. Love yourself. Love yourself. Accept who you are and don't hide it. There's no need to hide it. 
Now, granted, there there is some things in life that will make you very scared to come out to be who you are and be truthful. I talk to guys that are on the DL all the time. Not that they're trying to talk to me, but they want to know how did I become so comfortable with who I am far as being bi and also being trans and having a voice and showing people that it is okay. It's okay. Be who you are. Because guess what? People have the choice to love you for who you are or hate you for who you are. But at the end of the day, if you are showing who you are, they know who you are. They can hate. They can love you all they want. But they can never say that you have never been genuine about who you are. Or you don't love yourself. Because you do. That's all you have shown. So people have no other choice but to accept it. Or not to accept it. And it is okay for people not to accept you for who you are. That's fine. That's life. But one thing I want you to always demand is respect. Because people don't have to agree with your life choices. They don't have to. But one thing they have to do, especially if you demand it, is respect. Because you at least, out of all things deserve respect at the end of the day you deserve it and nobody can take that away from you nobody can take that away from you be genuine and be who you are because you never know who's really out there watching you who's listening to you and who is really looking up to you you will be surprised at so many people that I've met that I didn't even know that knew me or watch me transition. And you could really be changing somebody's life right now. You could really be changing somebody's life. So I really want you guys to really just be yourself and don't care about what somebody has to say about you. You don't have to care about what people, what people have to say about you or what they think about you. You think I give a shit about what people have to say about me? I don't. I stopped caring a long time ago because the moment I transitioned, it showed me and told me so much about myself that I'm more than a man than I think that I am. I am. And you are too. And even to my trans women, I know that you all get bashed and people try to clown you and, you know, um, call you all different types of derogatory things all the time and I salute you for walking out on those streets and walking in those trans marches and showing that you don't care and you're proud and you should be and I would never expect anything less of that So that's the number one thing I want you guys to do is to care and love yourself and don't give a shit about what people say about you. Be you. Be you. At all times. No matter who it is or what the situation is, I want you to continue to be yourself. Because if you're not being yourself, who else can you be? Nobody. Yourself, um, so I want to talk to you guys a little bit about binding. 
Oh man, I remember those days and I uh, my heart goes out to you guys that are still going through the process of trying to have your top surgery done. Oh man, I I feel I feel for you. I really do. Um, because especially during the summer, man, wearing those binders, they're so tight. They're very uncomfortable. They restrict a lot of movement and breathing. And it's crucial, man. It's it's crucial. And it's really no way around binding, especially if you are someone who is very heavy chested, like I was, uh, believe it or not, before I had my top surgery done, I was a 40 double D. Yes. So you can imagine how much relief my back <laughs> is feeling right now. Okay. My back. <laughs> Ooh, my back. I'm trying to tell you my neck and my back. Yes. Feels amazing. So when you get to that point in your life where you are able to have your top surgery done and you are healed from your top surgery, the first thing I want you to do is to go outside. Go outside with your shirt off. I don't care about you having scars. I don't care. Go outside and feel that fresh air on your chest. The first time that you get in the shower... And you feel that water running down on your chest. I'm telling you, man, it feels so good. It feels so good to be able to feel the fabrics of your shirt lying against your chest is the most craziest feeling in the world and most unforgettable feeling in the world. You would never forget it. You would never forget it. And people used to tell me all the time, oh, man, you trying to thirst trap and man, you ain't never got no shirt on. Let me tell you something. I promised myself after I got my top surgery done that I would never wear a shirt in the house ever again. And I would never be ashamed of my body, no matter how bad my scars may come out, even though my scars came out very well. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. Lord, bless me. <laughs> Y'all got to excuse me. I'm acting a little goofy right now. But um, yes, my, my scars came out really amazing. But I told myself that I would not be afraid to take my shirt off ever again. And I wouldn't care who judged me if they had questions or if they were going to say something to me about me being trans or they would know that I was trans because of my scars. I didn't care. It takes a lot of courage and bravery for you to be who you are. So why not show the world what it took for you to get here? And let me tell you, it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. There's a lot of guys that's out there in their stealth. And I respect you just as much because I understand the fear and what that looks like for you. I understand. I understand. Trust me. That's one of the reasons why I actually took down my first YouTube of me documenting, uh, documenting my transition. Because I was very afraid. I was like, you know, I don't know what it's going to feel like after I have kids and, you know, my, my kids being teased because their dad is 
you know, on social media about his transition and, you know, he's trans and, or, you know, having people, um, you know, say things to my family because I'm trans or whatever. Let me tell you, man, you got to live for yourself. I don't care if you're stealth or if you're out as trans, you got to live for you because nobody else can live for you and do the things that you're going to do in life. You don't know how many people that you could be helping and not to say that you still can't help people um, because you live your life as a stealth trans man or you may not even identify as a trans man. You may just identify just as a man and that is okay too. That is okay. Um, One thing about me, I am very um, happy about my experience because it taught me so much. I know a lot of trans guys out there, they don't like to talk about their previous experience of them being um, a woman or assigned a woman at birth uh, or whatever. Um, A lot of guys, they don't like to bring that up or like to talk about it or even like to acknowledge it. But one thing about me, I like to acknowledge it because without that experience and the experience that I have now, I wouldn't be who I am today without that experience. So I am happy that I've had that experience because it taught me a lot about myself And it also taught me a lot about men and women because I was able to have a little bit of both experience. Now, I didn't have much experience of being a woman because I didn't live my life as a woman for a very long time. Only up until I was about, um, well, I started um, physically transitioning uh, around the age of uh, 15, going on 16 years old. And when I turned 18, I started to medically transition. So I didn't live my life so much as a female. So there's a lot of things about women that I still don't understand. Um, And a lot of women, they will think that, oh, because you're trans, like you should understand women and you know how women want to be treated. It's like, no, I really don't. Like, (laughs) I know how I want to be treated, uh, but far as like me knowing how women want to be treated and what women expect everybody is a little bit different so I can't really say that I really understand it it would be very unfair um now when it comes to men um and me living my life as a male there's a lot of things that I do understand about how the brain operates and why um some women and men operate the way that they do. Um, Sometimes it has a lot to do with the way that they were raised, their upbringing, um, and also just their life experience in general. Um, So I really want you guys to really understand who you are and what you're trying to become. Um, This transition is never going to be over. This is something that you're going to deal with for the rest of your life. You're forever transitioning. The transition never stops. And a lot of people, they ask questions like, oh, um, so when are you going to be finally done with your transition? My transition is never going to be done. 
I am transitioning every single day. There's always going to be something new to learn. There's always going to be something new that I can um, get into or that I can um, overcome. This is a a life transition. It's not just medically for me. It's a a life transition for me. Um, And I really hope that this podcast can give you guys some insight on um, just trans people in general, even for my people that live heterosexual lives and you are cisgender and you don't identify as trans, there is a lot that um, you guys can get from this. And I hope that you have gotten from this uh, because trans people were more than just our transness or our, our transition. It's more to us than just that. Um, So I am glad that you guys have tuned in. I'm glad that I was able to shed a little bit of light. If you guys have any questions that you guys want to ask me, please feel free to hit me up on Instagram. Again, I'm going to drop the name for you. uh, The Mood GQ, T-H-E-M-O-O-D, the letter G and the letter Q. So please feel free to hit me up. I'm always willing to talk to people about whatever topics you want to talk about. If you have any questions about um, where to find hormones in the DMV, um, who to get in touch with, please hit me up. I have a lot of resources and information that I can possibly give out to you. So I look forward to talking to you guys tomorrow. Please get some rest, get some sleep. Remember to check up on them goals, write your goals down on one side and write your rewards down on the other side. Peace and blessings. I love you guys. I am out.